0: Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level.
1: Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Leese. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Leese. On today's episode of Let's Talk, we're diving into the life and legacy of the one and only Al Pacino. But first, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. Pondex are the hottest new tool available for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or to gamify their podcast. You simply shuffle up, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at Pondex.com. Use the promo code Larry21. For 10% off your purchase. And without further ado, let's dive right in. Alfredo James Pacino was born April 25th, 1940. He's an American actor and filmmaker. Throughout his career spanning over five decades, he has received numerous accolades, including an Academy Award, two Tony Awards, two Primetime Emmy Awards, making him one of the few performers to have achieved the triple crown of acting. Also, been honored with the AFI Lifetime or Life Achievement Award, the Cecil B. DeMille Award, and the National Medal of Arts. Alfredo James Pacino was born in the East Harlem neighborhood of New York City on April 25, 1940. Being the son of Italian American parents, Rose Girardi and Salvatore Pacino, his parents divorced when he was two years old. He then moved with his mother to the Bronx to live with her parents, Kate and James. Giraldi, who were Italian immigrants from Curlone, Sicily. Pacino's father was from San Fratello, Sicily, and moved to work as an insurance salesman and Tour, in Covina, California. In his teenage years, Pacino was known as Sonny to his friends. He had ambitions to become a baseball player, and was also nicknamed the actor. He attended Herman Ritter Junior High School, but soon dropped out of most of his classes, except for English. He subsequently attended the high school of performing arts after getting admission by audition. His mother disagreed with his decision, and after an argument, he left home. To finance his acting studies, Pacino took low-paying jobs as a messenger, busboy, janitor, and postal clerk, as well as once working the mailroom for a commentary magazine. Pacino began smoking and drinking at age 9. He used marijuana casually at age 13, but he abstained from hard drugs. His two closest friends died from drug abuse at the age of 19 and 30. Growing up in the Bronx, Pacino got into occasional fights and was considered somewhat of a troublemaker at school. He acted in basement plays in New York's theatrical underground, but was rejected as a teenager by the actor's studio. Pacino joined the HB studio where he met acting teacher Charlie Lawton, who became his mentor and best friend. In this period, he was often unemployed and homeless and sometimes slept on the street in theaters or at friends houses in 1962 pacino's mother died at the age of 43. the following year his grandmother or grandfather excuse me james also died pacino recalled it as the lowest point of his life It said quote i was 22 and the two most influential people in my life had gone so that sent me into a tailspin after four years at hb studio pacino successfully auditioned for the actor's studio the Actors Studio was a membership organization of professional actors, theater directors, and playwrights in the Hell's Kitchen neighborhood of Manhattan. Pacino studied method acting under acting coach Lee Strasberg, who appeared with Pacino in the films The Godfather Part II and in Injustice for All. During later interviews, he spoke about Strasberg and the studio's effect on his career. Quote, the Actors Studio meant so much to me in my life. Lee hasn't been given the credit he deserves. Next to Charlie, it sort of lunched me. It really did. That was a remarkable turning point in my life. He was directly responsible for getting me to work, getting me to quit all those jobs and just stay acting. In a later interview, he added, it was exciting to work for him because he was so interesting when he talked, to, talked about a scene or talked about people. One would just want to hear him talk because things he would say he'd never heard before. He has such a great understanding. He loved actors so much. In 2000, Pacino was a co-president along with Alan Burstyn and Harvey Keitel of the Actors' Studio. Pacino found acting enjoyable and realized he had a gift for it while studying at the Actors' Studio. However, his early work was not financially rewarding. After his success on stage, Pacino made his film debut in 1969 with a brief appearance in Me, Natalie, an independent film starring Patty Duke. In 1970, Pacino signed with the talent agency Creative Management Associates. And as we move on from his signing with the talent agency, let's dive into his career, which many are well familiar with. His role as a heroin addict in the Panic in the Needle Park brought Pacino the attention of director Francis Ford Coppola, who cast him as Michael Carlone in what became a blockbuster mafia film, The Godfather. Although Jack Nicholson, Robert Redford, Warren Beatty, and the little-known Robert De Niro were tried out for the part. Pacino was selected to the dismay of studio executives who wanted someone better known. Pacino's performance earned him an Academy Award nomination and offered a prime example of his early acting style. This was described by Ellie Wells' film guide as intense and tightly clenched. Pacino boycotted the Academy Award ceremony and sold it being nominated for the Supporting Acting Award, as he noted that he had more screen time than co star and Best Actor winner Marlon Brando, who also boycotted the awards, but for unrelated reasons. In 1973, Pacino co-starred in Scarecrow with Gene Hackman and won the Palme d'Or at the Cannes Film Festival. That same year, Pacino was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actor after starring in Serpico, based on the true story of New York City policeman Frank Serpico, who went undercover to expose the corruption of fellow officers. 1974, Pacino again reprised his role as Michael Curlone in The Godfather Part II, which was the first sequel to win the Best Picture Oscar. Pacino was nominated a third time for an Oscar, the second nomination for his Godfather role, being in the lead category this time. Newsweek Magazine has described his performance in The Godfather Part II as, quote, arguably cinema's greatest portrayal of the hardening of a heart. In 1975, he enjoyed further success with the release of Dog Day Afternoon. It was directed by Sidney Lumet, who had directed him in Serpico a few years earlier, and Pacino was again nominated for Best Actor. In 1977, Pacino starred as a race car driver in Bobby Deerfield, directed directed by the late Sidney Pollack, and received a Golden Globe nomination for Best Actor. Motion picture drama for his portrayal of the title role. His next film was the courtroom drama Injustice for All. Pacino was lauded by critics for his wide range of acting abilities and nominated for the Best Actor Oscar for a fourth time. He lost out that year to Dustin Hoffman in Kramer vs. Kramer, a role that Pacino had declined. During the 70s, Pacino had four Oscar nominations for Best Actor for his performances in Serpico, The Godfather Part II, Dog Day Afternoon, and Injustice for All. However, Pacino's career slumped in the early 1980s. His appearance in the controversial Cruising, a film that provoked protests from New York's gay community, and the comedy drama author author were critically panned. However, his performance in Scarface, directed by Brian De Palma, proved to be a career highlight in a defining role. Upon its initial release, the film was critically panned due to violent content, who later received critical acclaim. The film did well at the box office, grossing over forty five million domestically. Pacino earned a Golden Globe nomination for his role as Cuban drug lord Tony Montana. In 1985, Pacino worked on his personal project, The Local Stigmatic, an off-broadway play by the English writer Heathcote Williams. He started the play, remounting it with director David Wheeler and the Theatre Company of Boston in a 50-minute film version. The film was not released theatrically, but was later released as part of the Pacino and Actors' Vision box set in 2007. The 1980 film Revolution, about a fur trapper during the American Revolutionary War, was a commercial and critical failure, which Pacino blamed on a rushed production, resulting in a four-year hiatus from films. This time, Pacino returned to the stage. He mounted workshop productions of Crystal Clear, National Anthems, and other plays. He appeared in Julius Caesar in 1988, <clears throat> Excuse me. In producer Joseph Papp's New York Shakespeare Festival. Pacino remarked, on his hiatus from film quote I remember back when everything was happening 74 75 doing the Resistible rise of Arturo on stage and reading that the reason I got him back to the stage was that my movie career was waning that's been the kind of ethos the way in which theaters perceived unfortunately Cheeto returned to film in 1989 Sea of Love when he portrayed a detective hunting a serial killer who finds victims through the single column in a newspaper the film earned solid reviews Pacino played Jack Kevorkian in an HBO film biopic titled You Don't Know Jack, which premiered April 2010. The film is about the life and work of the physician-assisted suicide advocate. The performance earned Pacino his second Emmy Award for lead actor and his fourth Golden Globe Award. He co-starred as himself in the 2011 comedy film Jack and Joe. The film was panned by critics, and Pacino won the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Supporting Actor at the 32nd Ceremony. He was presented with the jaeger le Gulter Glory to the Filmmaker Award on September 4th, 2011. I'm pretty sure I butchered that name. Prior to the premiere of Wheel de Salome, a 2011 American documentary drama film written, directed by, and starring Pacino. It's American premiere on the evening of March 21st, 2012, before a full house at the 1400-seat Castro Theater in San Francisco's Castro District marked the 130th anniversary of Arsco Island's visit to San Francisco. The event was a benefit for the GLBT Historical Society. Pacino, who plays the role of Herod in the film, describes it as his most personal project ever. In February 2012, Obama awarded Al Pacino the National Medal of Arts. Pacino starred in a 2013 HBO biographical picture about record producer Phil Spector's murder trial, titled Phil Spector. He took the title role in comedy drama Danny Collins, and this performance as an aging rock star garnered him a Golden Globe Award for Best Actor, Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy nomination. In 2016, Pacino received a Kennedy Center Honor. The tribute included remarks by Sean Penn, Kevin Spacey, and Chris O'Donnell. In September 2012, Deadline reported that Pacino would play the former Penn State University Football coach Joe Paterno in the television film Paterno, based on a 2012 biography by sports writer Joe Psnansky. Apologies for the name. Paterno premiered on HBO on April 7th, 2018. Pacino starred alongside Brad Pitt and DiCaprio in Quentin Tarantino's comedy drama Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which released on July 26th, 2019. Later, in 2019, Pacino played Teamsters chief Jimmy Hoffa, alongside De Niro and Joe Pesci in Martin Scorsese's Netflix film The Irishman, based on the 2004 book I Heard You Paint Houses by Charles Brandt. This was the first time Pacino was directed by Scorsese, and he received an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor nomination. Pacino's performance received positive reviews. Peter Bradshaw described it as glorious in the garden. Justin Chang wrote De Niro... Pesci and Pacino are at the top of their game, in part because they aren't completely rehashing the iconic gangster types they've played before. In February 2020, Pacino starred as Mayor Offerman, a fictional Nazi hunter in the Amazon video series Hunters. This is Pacino's first TV series since Angels in America, and was renewed for a second season in August 2020. In 2021, Pacino played Aldo Gucci in Ridley Scott's House of Gucci. The film received mixed positive reviews, which, er, with Pacino's performance being highlighted as a standout, alongside Lady Gaga's and Jared Leto's. That same year, he played the lead defense attorney in American Trader at the trial of Access Sally. Pacino has been nominated and won many awards during his acting career, including nine Oscar nominations, winning one, 18 Golden Globe nominations, winning four, five BAFTA nominations, Leaving with one, two Primetime Emmy Awards for his work on television, two Tony Awards for his stage work in 2007, the American Film Institute, awarded Pacino a Lifetime Achievement Award, and in 2003, British TV viewers voted Pacino as the greatest film star of all time in a poll for Channel 4. Let us, let us know your thoughts on Al Pacino as an actor. What were some of your favorite movies of his? And as always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search Cinema Gold Show. And if you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Your support helps us grow this channel, upgrade our equipment, bring in new hosts, um, take our channel hopefully on the road in the future. All that is possible with your support. We thank you for watching and listening, and we'll see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at the Cinema Gold Show, and on Facebook. Facebook.com/slash/the Cinema Gold Show.